That lion, that oh. lion CPU some shit, boy. I tell you what. That, Eric, they that offense is eighty nine overall. What's up? But we, we, all, we all. I was gonna say we all agree that Maddie is probably the most annoying when it comes to winning. I, 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 I know what you're doing. He started that butt. one or season two. I said he's worse than me when he's winning, but when he's losing, he shuts his fucking mouth like a little bitch. Oh shit! There you go. You got what you want, I I I don't know. I, I kind of agree with AC, and and I I played Matt G in a in a regular season game that he needed to win, and I blew his ass out. Blew his preseason. Then we play a preseason game, and he's like, "Oh, see what I did to have him? Really, it's preseason, bro." Like, <laughs> <laughs> he goes like the next season we play preseason. Like, see what I did? It's like it's preseason, bro. Like you got blown out when it counted. <laughs> That shit was surprising as hell too. He, I think he was like not because not because of like talent or anything, but I think you was starting Tyree Jackson and you didn't give a fuck, and then you just like beat the brakes off of him. I was like, yo, no, because he said that he said something, and because I beat somebody, and because you know I don't be paying attention, man. I'm trying to be on my Deloitte and shit, having fun. But he said something in chat like, "You let Hefe beat you." I'm like, oh, okay. I'm gonna pay attention to this game. <laughs> I got, I got Hefe on the schedule this season. I'm gonna try yeah, to yeah. on it. Nah, you can't take, you can't take no, you can't take no games lightly in here. Uh, let me, let me take, let's put in the game all, all season. So I'm thinking, shit, we finna go in here, we finna get up early, then take the starters out, bruh. We was in a dog fight for three and a half quarters. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, can I tell y'all how can I tell y'all how horrible Mason Garcia is, but I'm about to have so much fun with him. Oh my god. We don't we don't need to hear about Mason Garcia anymore. I called him Marcus I, I think I called him Marcus Marcus Gomes yesterday when I was looking oh. for him. I forgot his whole fucking <laughs> so horrible. He was selling wide open passes yesterday, but it was against the CPU. So you know, the CPU gets you. Nah, he's gonna stink it up this year, and then he's gonna have flashes that make you keep him. That's just how Madden works. Oh, it, it's two seasons. Up. I'm keeping him. Dude, he's gonna be fun to play with. 97 throw power, 87 speed, 92 excel. Oh, he's gonna be fun to play with. Because bro, Madden's like, Madden's like, I'm about to trick this motherfucker. Watch this. Bro, Drew Locke was making some throws. You would have thought Drew Locke was a 90. Then, <laughs> then the playoffs roll around and we got the Bucks. And, bro, throw, I try to throw some shit out of bounds. And instead of doing that, he throws it right to the defender in the back of the end zone. <laughs> so, good morning, PML. Welcome to the breakfast show. As you can hear, we were already uh, talking the first thing we got, the first, first second we got into the show. We got a full panel today. We got HD in the building. HD, say hello to the people. Hello. We also got Hefe in the building. Hefe, say hello to the people. What's going on, PML? And you heard everybody's favorite, the content. Oh, we got Z in the building. Z, say hello to the people. <laughs> hey, man, you know, if there are points to be had, I'm close by. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> we, we, also, we also got two special guests with us as well. 
We got Debo in the building. Debo, say hello to the people. And what's down with y'all? Uh, and then finally, but not least, we got Mike Mike in the building. Mike Mike, say what's up to the people. What up, what up, what up? All Mike, right. what's up, boy? What's going on, man? <laughs> Yo, what's up, bro? <laughs> what's what's happening? Huh? <laughs> now, let's let Neff do the intro. Go ahead. <laughs> Welcome to the breakfast show. Uh, as, you could, as you heard earlier, we were talking about managing probably being the most annoying winner in PML. Um, because there is a lot of bark when he does win. Um, and what sparked that is we had Debo in the building. I had Debo, you know, what, what's going on with the Broncos? We mentioned his content. You got the engineering report coming out. Uh, you're planning on something with that, you said. Um, and then we talked about, you know, how you're going to win the division this year because you've been close. Uh, mm-hmm. you were close season one. I don't know how close you were last season. Um, but you know, talk about how PML has been to you over the first couple of seasons going into season four. Uh, where do you see yourself in PML? Um, and how do you feel about PML moving forward? Uh, I'm, you know, I'm having fun. I'm having fun in a uh, PML. It's very competitive. And I, I like this, the, the side where it, uh, I guess it's, it's more the gameplay, you know, um, that's what I'm learning. I did terrible with requesting AR in my first, couple seasons i feel like i wasted yeah. i wasted a few players not knowing how the league works um mm-hmm. but that's that's what happens i think you get better at pml and uh i'm looking forward to these last two seasons because i'm gonna wake up get my ar in and then go do my cardio because <laughs> it gotta be a part of your life it gotta be a part of your life so uh so no, the funny thing you you wasted a couple plays. The same thing happened to uh, Kieran last cycle when he had the rape, uh the Bengals. He yeah. wasted Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow and other guys that he didn't know he could even put AR into. So he mm-hmm. he and now you see him this cycle. He's built a, a crazy Ravens team um, with all the content, and that's mm-hmm. something you know. Next cycle, maybe uh, we got Debo building a crazy, I don't know what team, Chargers team. I don't know. It give brother saints. Yeah, I probably, yeah, I probably saints. my saints. That's, this league, wait, this league, I can, I can go with the saints because I can develop, you know, who I need the way I need. But uh, in other leagues, I, I probably would leave that alone. <laughs> I would leave that alone. <laughs> so you know, saints wouldn't be a bad fit, especially in the division with JT. Um, but you know, <laughs> when it comes to PML. A lot of people have dropped leagues to just focus on PML. Is that something that you might see in the future? Um, is is PML your number one league? I know uh, Kieran. We talked about him. He he said he uh, PML wasn't even his number one league until a certain point uh, through mm-hmm. the first his first cycle. Where are you when it comes to that? Yeah, for me, I'm 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 a content guy myself. So um, PML is more than likely going to be my number one league. Um, and I'm not really a lot of the other leagues I'm in. It's sim, and they mess with the sliders and do all that crazy stuff. And I'm not liking mm-hmm. how the gameplay is in, in these other leagues. So for me, it's gonna be two leagues. I might do one comp, one sim, but PML definitely gonna have to be my number one going forward. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, I just want to get. How do you feel about your division uh, going into the season? What do you see the Broncos and 
what do you think about the moves that were made uh, within your division? Uh, I think I got good GMs in my in my division. I think I got good GMs that know how to build a team based on their gameplay. And you know, I I I'll never give them give them the respect as far as user. I don't think they're good users. But <laughs> as far as Madden goes. You know, they, they, they can build a team and, and they know how to get the guys in position. Um, so it's a competitive division, and I like that, especially with my first being my first division, um, my first experience in PML. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying what's, it. What, what's funny is your first experience in PML in your first division, you're going to deal with a buddy here in the podcast stage who might be yeah. one of the worst division mates to have. And, well, and what's funny. funny is that we sucked and Debo went one and five last season against us. Oh shit! Oh shit! So please, you suck. You're a sucky sucker. Yeah, I did. I did go. I did go one and five in the division. Um, but my my team progressively got worse and they got better. So yeah, I don't. I don't make excuses. I think that's supposed to happen. But I think we're going to do this time. So, uh, so Debo, go ahead. no, I was going to ask. So, Debo, you um, you made a a trade in the off season with Sertain for so yeah. what was the reasoning behind that? Because so, you know, Sertain, by all accounts, is a better master point, a better man corner. So, you so, plan on going more zone, or what? What's, what's that? So, if you look at yeah, if you look at my my team right now, we have no abilities out there, like none. Um, but Sertain was going kind of going to waste being the only good guy on my entire team. But my goal was to try to get somebody that's good enough that they can play without abilities and then flip that into more abilities elsewhere. So I planned on trying to draft somebody that can develop and try to turn that one ability player, certain into, you know, having two or three abilities maybe on both sides of the ball. So my goal was to flip that one ability player into better players um because he was going to waste on my team if you have one good corner on one side of the field all people have to do is motion away or run away or throw away from him and they're gonna kill your entire defense but yeah i, I play a lot of zone already so he was oh uh oh go ahead he was going to waste because i play zone and uh he i think he had i forgot what his abilities were um but I think they were man abilities. So he was kind of going to waste. And also, he was injury prone. He used to never finish games. Never finish games. And if you look at his stats, he had nine picks. He had nine picks. And every game that he had a pick in, he did not finish. That's crazy. Right. Do you want turnovers or do you want to finish the game? I want more turnovers. <laughs> <laughs> so... So uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up is not only, you know, HD, I also wanted to bring up that you have Madigy. This is probably the worst division for your first time at BML, but we didn't know what Madigy was until now. So it's D-Rock had it worse last year. Don't, don't do that. Do you think he, had I, he, he might have had it worse because he had me and you and then he had it, Jack. And he, and he, That was before he could control himself. So he was giving in and we were feeding. <laughs> Yeah, we we did that have him going. He said my belly food. <laughs> so, um, 
now, you know, we'll move on from the AFC West. I know HD is going to say he's going to win the division and that Debo is going to go 0-2 against him, right, HD? He's going 0-6. He's letting Mally sweep two guys. <laughs> oh, oh, that, uh, before I get move on, how do you guys feel about uh, Patrick Mahomes finally being out of the division? Do you feel like it didn't matter because he threw 80 picks anyway? Or uh, is that something you're, you're happy about? It, it don't matter for me. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't matter. I, I play. Hey, I play in week one. I play. I play Patrick Mahomes week one, so I still got to see him. I think we all. Yeah. Do. I think we played East week. No, we don't. I lied. We played last year. So you know, we got we got that. Uh, I'm, we also have uh, hype Mike in the building. Mike, I need you to talk about what happened with your team and how you ended up with zero corners and took every damn corner in the draft that was available. Well, um, it took me three seasons to realize that maybe I do need to rebuild, but I'm, I'm, I'm just, I was in three seasons behind like a dumbass. So um, I think me, I'm realizing my window is closed and I was supposed to make something happen. We did, you know, get to AFC championships, but no actual championships. And I'm realizing the AFC is getting better while my offensive line struggles. So I feel like corner is a really replaceable position. And um, I was just using my assets. I never really liked my corners anyways. They were just fast guys. That's why um, that that Dolphins matchup was a good one because I got small, fast corners. But, you know, if I go against the Giants or go against the Titans, like guys in my division with tall receivers, like I'm, I'm, I'm sort of screwed. So um, I don't know if y'all noticed, but I drafted all 6'2 and above corners. Um, that's another reason why Branch is on the block. Branch is a really good player, but my division has so many guys who love – like the AFC as a whole has a lot of guys who like to highball shit. So, you know, I'm just trying out, you know, having a really tall secondary and trying to, you know, go against that whole, like, aggressive catching and one-on-one matching. And, um, you know, these last two seasons, I'm just taking to see if I could build the team or whatever. So, you know, we just you know, ran it out, like, on some Deloitte, how Hefe was saying, just having fun. Um, and I'm just really going to test my D- GM skills. I mean, this is the first draft I actually drafted. So um, I was just wanted, you know, just wanted to try out shit, basically. You know, I have my two Super Bowl runs, but now we, we want to see if we can build a team. Yeah, so, um, you know, you brought up the high ball, and this is your, this is your time uh, to, to mention something to uh, Debo. I know you, you take your shots in the chat. You got, you got something to say to Debo as far as the high ball? <laughs> Nah, Devo, I like Devo. I be popping in his streams every now and then. I mean, I love his content. I know I be on his head about the high ball. It's funny, but it's football, you know, because I remember when I played him, I was getting mossed by Jerry Judy. I was getting mossed by Sutton. But then now that I'm realizing it, you know, I had small-ass corners, bro. That's why they all was on the block. So, you know, I'm realizing, like, I'm adjusting to this shit, you know, rather than just talking about it. I mean, yeah, it's funny to talk about, joke about, but, you know, I need to get big corners. Yeah, so I just wanted to get your input on that because uh, we got you both in the chat. Um, now, looking at your division, you got the uh, you got the Texans you brought in Kyler Murray. I just want you to comment on that. How do you feel about Kyler Murray coming into the division? Do you think it it, it doesn't really matter, uh, or you worry about um, the <laughs> football and the great schemes that uh, Drama Man comes up with? Nobody's worried about Drama Man. It's like. It's it's like it's literally like an ant moving. Like, do you care where an ant goes? You know what I'm saying? So it's I mean, Kyler Murray, if anything, he's probably gonna go back to normal dev. If anything, I'm more worried about 
better than the, the, the fucking Texans, to be honest. So, um, you know, nobody's worried about them. I'm not really trying to come. I mean, I would say, of course, I am trying to compete, but I'm not worried about winning the division right now. You know, it ain't really too much of a hassle. I honestly think if it comes down to it, the Colts is more of a threat than the Texans. Um, but the Texans did come in second place, though, I believe, last time. So, um, nobody's absolutely worried about him. If anything, he's going to try to be too cute and then start doing dumb shit anyways with Kyler Murray. Yeah, and, um, you know, he, he talked about on the sh- on the um, the shop, I think he talked about bringing Kyler Murray in and treating week one as a stat game and getting him a dev game. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if he notices that Kyler Murray is 28 and that dev game is most likely not going to happen. Especially with the way he throws the ball. Yeah, drama just be talking. I mean, I literally played against him, and I ran inside zone. I ran power O to O. I threw nine times and won against him. Um, his, his passing, his offense as a whole uh, strikes no fear in the AFC, the NFC, anyone and who plays Madden. It doesn't strike fear in anyone. Um, so as long as you stop a power O, you stop drama, man. So, um. We are absolutely not worried about Kyler Murray at all, um, and we will look forward. All right, that's that's all you you gotta say. Um, we also had a lot of talk yesterday um, about the draft and what happened with the first overall pick. We had a lot of controversy in chat, and I know uh, JT wanted to open up this one. So, does uh, anybody here? Was anybody in chat during this whole spiel that happened yesterday? <laughs> Between A-Rod and Colts? A-Rod and Colts, where DMs were leaked and feelings were hurt. Yeah, I saw, and, I saw, well, I saw, I saw the, the end of that. I saw all of that. Yeah, I saw, yeah, I saw the end of that. Me? I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Z. My I was just going to say, I saw it, but what was the what was behind it? Like, Yeah, I was confused. Why? Yeah, yeah. so... So basically, um, before they did the trade for Devin White, where Devin White went to the um, Pittsburgh Steelers for the third, for the third, fourth overall pick. This is me. Um, it's the horse's mouth. Good. Good. <laughs> I'm in the I'm in the appointment room. I'm in the appointment room, so I got to talk low. Um. So. Ah, uh, that signal's getting him. Yeah. Fuck oh, 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 the horse. <laughs> just says he was anyway, 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 anyway. His, his main goal, his main goal was to get Malik Murphy. And I was Cade, um, first overall, and that was why I traded up to one. It was no secret. Anybody who wanted to ask me in DMs, I told him I was taking Cade. And then we had the, the change of events where Malik Murphy came to uh, but we hadn't made the trade yet so we dms or whenever we found about heisman and he goes so you might consider a malik now that um you know he won heisman and i said yeah he's a, he's an option now so basically we still need to make the trade he goes okay i just sent it so it's malik a bust for me that's what he says to me so codes fully sent the trade where he backed out and you know took a risk on on getting malik fourth and i told i told him in so many words like you know malik is on my board now he, he took that risk. So yesterday he jumps in the chat saying that I um whatever I, I changed my mind last minute. It was no and he sent the deal. So then we kind of got into it and I, I posted a snippet of his um of what he said to me. You know, just just to shut him up. And he comes back hearing you know one of the like you know we were talking at one point 
and he was he was trying to take some players from me and i kind of told him in so many words that you know i may not be here long you know um i may be on the way out you know the way i'm playing and we, we kind of had to talk and, and that's an act. There was no agreement that he was gonna get that I was leaving Malik though. That's that's the that's the final thing I gotta say. And he kind of started the immature route saying that we had a handshake. We didn't have a handshake, and I'll tell you this. I had a handshake with um Brown Hunter, um Doc when we you know, on Hunter, I wanted my man Cade. So we need to swap and I, we also had a handshake that I would not touch Hunter. And Doc after the draft he comes up to me shaking a man words and not taking Hunter. All right, so you're kind of breaking up now, but uh, we get we get what you were saying. Um, the one thing I will say is I don't think you needed to trade up to get um get the guy you wanted. I don't think you needed to trade up. He to get he, he, tra- he traded up so no one else could. Right. I, I want. I mean, I, I want. Yeah, I, didn't, right. I didn't want anybody getting in my way up. and waiting for dominoes to fall. He pulled a reverse of real life Panthers and got Devin White out of the deal too. So, you know, instead of trading away like a DJ Moore. So, salute the to funny, that. The funny part about it, though, Neff, is we started arguing seven hours after the original comment because we were we were making fun of codes for drafting DTR 2.0. And I, like, you know, I stretched I'm like, hey, the best codes thought he was getting this, but really got fucked. And then A-Rod was trying his chest and put his own self out there to get shot by codes a few times. Not by codes. Yeah, it, 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 the, the argument came out of nowhere, to be honest. Um, the argument we, came nobody, at like 9 o'clock from the original message that was posted at 3 o'clock. So, so, so A-Rod commented on an old post that was already discussed about and started up chat again. And then he started talking, you know, codes are saying piece of shit, basically. And A-Rod was like, hey, you're a piece of shit, too. And then it made up at the end. Did they no, end up making up? I didn't, I didn't make up. Oh, not made up. Made out. Sorry. Made out at whatever, the end? Whatever, yeah, whatever gay stuff they do. I don't know. <laughs> so, so, you know, the old DMs thing was a little wild. I know JT's loving it just because Coach is involved. Um, and that beef is probably one of the most hilarious beefs in PML. Easily. Um, <laughs> but what it comes to JT, JT, JT knew it. I, t- I told I told JT the same stuff, so it's no, it's no, he wasn't exposing anything. I totally see the, the same way, like, not a big deal, but it just tells you, like, he and took it to another it, level. We're talking about like, trade talks and DMs, and he pulled it to that. And, and the best part was, like, the DMs weren't even, like, posted and deleted like normal. These bitches are still sitting there. Yeah, my yeah, my so, DM was showing that, you know, the white trade was not made when we made the, when we talked about Malik. That's all I was showing. No, he really did take two of the same player. That's crazy. Like they're the exact same guy. Uh, that That's was the like bonehead move of him to to move the four, knowing that these guys would be gone. I I know what to tell you. That's a bad GM move. Blame yourself, Codes. Yeah, it took it, that guy Deloitte took and then set. Yeah, it was honestly a bad GM move. Um, you know, you really you really can't trust anybody's word for the most part. Hey, if you trust somebody's word, you're taking a full risk, and you got to understand that. Do you remember uh, I took like, Burns' word? I, um, he wouldn't take dibs, and he took dibs. 
Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember the whole pimp situation. That that also happened. So it's like you you live and you learn. And the fact that coach, you know, coach can't be mad. It is what it is. Um, but there was no word. Would you That's would think my word is golden? I tell you, I'm not taking a man. I'm not taking a man. Don't don't come and try to change things up. Oh, you took you took Malik Murphy, sir. That's fucked up. No, I mean I never you said I wasn't taking him. That was my point. I never said I wasn't taking him. Yeah, A-Rod he knew like I trade with him a lot. I do a lot of trades with him. We always in trade talks. Like he's usually a man of his word. But I think it's dangerous for Coles because he's been in damn near so many personal situations, beast with people in PML. It might be more motherfuckers that will lie to him than other users. So yeah, especially him, I think he should be very wary with stuff like that. Anyways. Yeah, uh, Coach definitely, he's going to be, you know, we talked about managing probably being the worst winner in PML. Coach is going to be the worst person in PML completely. <laughs> he he beefs and argues with, with everybody. It don't matter what what it is, who it is, he beefs and argues with everybody. I, I don't think I've, I haven't seen him. And I've never seen it. And, and then I'm sitting there, I'm like, I must <laughs> try playing me in the gen chat. Now I see it. So the, the one thing, I gotta I gotta ask while A Rod's here because they were they were beefing about the trade and then it got a little deeper than that. How, how did this turn to him asking you for like fifty bucks and and you throwing it out there like that? Oh, he asked me. He asked me one time, <laughs> send me fifty dollars. I said, okay, give me your cash out. Send him fifty dollars. That alone should that alone should give me a level of respect from you, like to not do that shit. <laughs> that, that's what that's for. Okay. I was just curious. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, y'all beefing about Blake Murphy, and then and then A Rod comes out with a left hook. He's like, yeah, but remember when you need money and I had you? I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's just funny as hell. Like, wait a minute, bro. But now I see. Don't fifty dollars on gold, Easter. Like, I'm not, that's I'm that's not what I'm saying. Like, you know, you, you, I was trans- <laughs> the entire time, and the word I use with him transparency. I and mean, you come back with that. I mean, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. That's kind of like, uh, didn't Nat pull the same thing with Q when he was here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, well, he's like, oh, you needed help, and and blah blah blah, and he like just threw all. Oh, no, his, no, like, basically Q. Q was kind of, yeah, it's it's not really the same. Q was in a worse situation. I guess Q was struggling or something, and and Nashville yeah, helped him with some stuff. Real, it was some real like crazy shit going on with Q that mm-hmm. he had told Nat. Yeah, and this, I think this maybe wasn't one like of- I was feeding. Uh, this mm-hmm. wasn't like I was putting yeah. food on the table. It wasn't like that. Yeah, Nat, and then Nat just aired it out because Q said some shit that because Nat natural is that person. Like, he'll talk shit. But you talk shit back, he's gonna try and fucking hit you where it hurts. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he's a little overboard. Um, I remember him being overboard. Um, but, you know, we just wanted to get the opinion on that. When there was a whole thing in chat. Uh, A-Rod said his part. How does the panel feel? Um, I'm going to start with uh, you, Devo. How do you feel, you know, in that situation? Um, is, some, is that something personally that you would even think of doing? You know, taking somebody's word of not picking this guy or... You know, trading up without this for sure thing that you're gonna nah, get. Nah, nah, nah. You gotta stop that. There was there was no word I was not taking him. My DM shows I said I may take Malik, and he said okay, and he still made the Devin White deal. Mm. Okay, but I'm trying to fill a uh, 
All right, go. Hey, no, he's, go trying to, he's trying to start yeah. a pot, bro. Like, I'm trying to start a pot. Yeah. Let's, let's. I, I never, I never, I never said to him, Malik is yours, bro. Good deal. I never said that. I said Malik is on my board, and then he said, okay, sent. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know, but then I asked him, like, I'm like, you didn't have to trade. Like, why didn't you trade back from four? Well, none of the offers were good. The best offer was from was from Greeny. I'm like, all right, just take the best offer. Like, just yeah. I don't. Especially when you don't have a plan B. And then you just wasted it on, you know, or take best available and get a quarterback later. He probably could have traded back and, uh, yeah, he probably could have traded back and, and got a, a quarterback. Yeah. So, I, I just, go ahead, Debo. I don't, I don't think you, you could take anybody's word at all. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it really is just Madden. Um, but in, in the NFL, they do it all the time. They really like say, yeah, yeah, we're going to get him. We're going to get him, you know, just so they have the option. You don't want to limit your options and let someone else that they have more options. That's just bad business, period. Um, so it, it's just maddening. If somebody wants to do pick, they can they can literally pick whoever they want when it's their turn to pick. And you can't take it personal because yeah. it, it is kind of just, you know, just business, even though we talking just mad, you know. There's a few. There's a few guys that you can you can trust. Not all, but there's a few. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. I, I think for me, you know, it, it ain't that important. Um, I, as a matter of fact, with the with the certain deal, you know, after I after I made the deal with uh, the Packers, I had a bunch of people that sent me some some really good deals, but I was just like, no, nah, I already told them. I even told somebody I was like, I gotta keep my word, <laughs> you know. Um, but that felt that felt a little bit different because that's like a personal, you know, type of thing. I don't know. Yeah, but so I wouldn't I wouldn't like put somebody down because they did whatever was best for them. So speaking, you know, speaking about uh, you know, the word we've had plenty of people that actually wasted content points or wasted somebody's time where a deal went through and accepted and they accepted a better deal. <laughs> HD. And uh, other people that just completely back out of a deal after everything's approved and, you know, everybody's content points are wasted and stuff like that or no trade list is wasted. I know Kieran wanted to trade somebody to CEO and the CEO backed out. That's why they don't, they don't like each other. Um, speaking of not liking each other, what's uh, you got to speak about this uh, Depot and Kieran beef with uh, Lamar Jackson. What What's going on there? Every every chance these guys get, it seems like you keep on going at it. Oh, man, it, it's deeper than that, though. It's deeper than that. Like, that's kind of my last lick in the situation. But me and him, well, he's been cursing me out way since, like, September. <laughs> my, yeah. um, I'll give you a backstory of what happened. We yeah. He was my division in every league I was in. We ended up playing one time, and, you know, I kind of got the best of them. It was late in the game. I threw, like, a post. I caught the post. I tried to rat catch. But, you know, the, the, the input was a little bit late, and I ended up doing this spinning dive. And he didn't like that. He was like, oh, okay. You didn't have to do all that. And uh, he's been cursing me out ever since. I remember my days with that. <laughs> I was there once. I feel like he don't like you. You can't get your shine on. You get your shine on, he gonna remember that. And he a smart dude. He don't, he don't forget nothing. <laughs> he remembers everything, and he's, he's always gonna. 
he's always going to validate something. Uh, he's, he has something to, something to prove. Um, mm. But, yeah, that's uh, – me and HD were used to it. It's, it's funny, uh, you know, going back to the AFC West thing, you, ha- you play with two users that will celebrate at any – Imagine if you had uh, if you had Toads in that division instead of Mally. You would have three separate users that will celebrate on every touchdown they get. Up, down, doesn't matter. They will celebrate and rub it in your face. Any interception, any, any touchdown. And we've seen it firsthand with HD where he celebrated and almost cost himself a game. I think it was against – was it against JT, uh, HD? Yeah, I don't know. It was last cycle. You celebrated against somebody and – almost cost you the whole game, but these guys will celebrate and rub it in your face every chance you get, and that was just Listen, one little thing. I've seen, like, like sometimes it's probably like, I've seen Codes celebrating in preseason. <laughs> I'm like, that's not even, like, oh, that's not even fun. Like, you're just trying hard at that point. <laughs> like, no joke, Codes is probably, like I said, we got the worst uh, lose, uh, winner in PML, and Codes might be the worst of everything in PML uh, when it comes to interacting with other people. Um, A-Rod, that whole first pick situation, we're just happy it was Codes and not somebody cool like uh, like Goose or somebody like that or somebody cool like Debo. Um, we're just happy it was Codes, but fuck Codes. Um, <laughs> but Moving on from that, uh, we preseason's almost over. I wanted to get everybody's feel on their teams, their divisions. Uh, we kind of already got the feel for the Dallas Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, we're going to go to Z. Z, how are you feeling about the NFC West? Um, you know, Deloitte getting rid of Kyler Murray, um, bringing in Damian Pierce and a few other things. Um, you got the San Francisco 49ers getting Pat Bryant and all those 95-speed freak athletes. Uh, which it doesn't matter because I think you've got the corners to match up. Um, and then you've got the Rams and this pinch defense and this cheesy-ass defense. And you are finally able to get over the hump of playing the Rams in the playoffs. How did that feel as well? Uh, I mean, it was cool to win the game. Um, we didn't – well, my whole goal was to not turn the ball over in a critical fashion like I tend to do when I play. I'm like, the games will be close. Like, when they are close – They'll be close, and then I have a chance to, you know, maybe make it a ten-point game or something like that, and I will throw a pick to kind of set me back. And um, I had a different defensive game plan. You know, him not having Michael Thomas obviously helped out quite a bit, but um, we um were aggressive and it worked out. Uh, I don't really put too much stock into it because I didn't want the Super Bowl, and now you know I start with Rams like the opening week. Uh, so that's that's gonna be fun. But um, it, it's just uh, it's kind of felt like a culmination of like my team starting to come together. And to your point about Ant, like I'm looking at his roster now. He's got uh, one, two, three, three. I mean, he basically built the Dolphins. Uh, Hyatt, Jalen, Jalen Hyatt has 97 speed. Um, AI has 97 speed. And the rookie running back that he drafted has 96 speed. So, um you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a definite different challenge this year. You know, Deloitte finally got rid of Kyler. While the quarterback play might go down a little bit because Zach Wilson is trash. Deloitte always plays me tough, so I'm I'm not uh not getting ahead of myself with that. And I mean, there's always the Rams. They went and got Amari Cooper, paid him a fuck ton of money. Um, Michael Thomas, back Thomas too. Yeah, Michael Thomas is still there. Cooper Cup is still there. Um, Aaron Donald's still there. Ramsey is kicking as ever. 
Um, and he added Trey White in the offseason. So, you know, stuff – I mean, it's it's not getting any easier. The road doesn't get any easier. But people are building their teams, though. So, we just got to be ready. We got a tough opening schedule, too. Um, Rams, Bucks. Uh, it's Rams, Bucks. Hold on one second. Okay, Rams, Bucks, Jags, Commanders, Ravens, and then oh, um, nice. Yeah, yeah. Be tested early. Definitely be tested early. So, so I'm, I'm looking uh, forward to it. So you know, I, I wanted to ask you with the Rams. Um, uh, Doc brought it up yesterday on the show, and uh, I don't know how much you talked about it. Um, but what that whole pinch spread defense that he runs, that whole meta stuff that he runs, or meta or cheese or. Uh, YouTube defense that he runs. Um, what 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 led to success in the playoffs? Uh, was it more so his mistakes on offense, or were you able to find some uh, success offensively uh, yourself to put some pressure on that defense? Because it was a top three defense in every category, I think, during the regular season. So here here's what it is. Um, so well, I'm not going to give too much away about what exactly I do to do it but i watching the games because you know people would be like i haven't i was like what like one in six one in five against him on the year or something like that um the thing about the games is they're outside of the one game where he blew me out when i was six and oh all the games have been close and um it'll come down to do can't do you make a critical mistake uh it gives his offense the ball back because I mean, we've seen he's taken DJU and made him a fit. He's basically done what he did with Stafford. And I think a lot of that goes to patient reads and just, he doesn't play as aggressive as it may seem. Um, He loves to run the ball with Cam Akers. So we were able to stop the run early and kind of force DJ to beat us. And without, you know, having to account for two superstar wide receivers, it was a little bit easier. Um, But against that defense, I mean, pretty much I just had to play. You just have to play smart offense um, because well, he's he's going to – there's certain things that he's giving you, uh, even when he pinches, because you got to think like, hey, if he's in four six one, that means he's got two linebackers on the field. And one of those linebackers is Clavon Chison, who played for the Jags, and he's a pass rusher. So how do I put my personnel in the best position to be able to attack a linebacker out there? You know what I'm saying? Running the ball, I, I haven't been able to run the ball on him. Like it, it just was what it was. But you can't that you can't let that discourage you from running at all. You have to still work that into the game plan because Aaron Donald is coming off the edge and under pressure is messing up your QB unless you have um, fearless. So it's patience, bro. I, I really felt like we were a lot more patient. We did throw an interception, but um, you know we we trusted DK to win the matchup against Ramsey. Um, he was winning it early, uh, early last year. So I just figured, hey, when in doubt, I'm going to just see um, what my guys can do. And I think that's part of the reason he upgraded his secondary in the offseason. Because um, we had – see, Stroud missed maybe two touchdowns, one-on-one with Ramsey, and he did also score on one. So, uh, you know, you just got to understand that he has great players and his defense is disciplined and tough to throw against. But there are weaknesses in it, especially at linebacker. So. So, um, you know, last thing about your your whole team, um, you know, in the draft, did you how do you do in the draft? How do you feel about your draft? And uh, you know, 
is there anybody that you wish you got that you were you weren't able to get um that might have just got taken right before you it fell on you fell to your draft so, pick? I mean, so um you know i i traded my first to get christian fulton initially i was trying to get caleb Far farley that didn't work out live um earlier in the year because bubble was out of town so it never materialized would have loved to have farley but i, I saw fulton and i mean uh I, it just basically means i have all, all three of my starting quarters have 87 plus man coverage and they're all fast enough where i can plug and play them anywhere i want to so i was completely fine with that and then I figured the person I take at pick 30 was not going to be able to do what Fulton would be able to do for my defense. Uh, as far as the rest of the draft, um, last year I took Shamar Turner, who uh, I just took a gamble on him in the second round. And I think he ended up coming in with like 86 finesse move and like 81 power move. He's now at 90 finesse and 88 power. So I was looking, I was looking through um, – you know, the, the defensive tackles, and I saw a guy, um, Levius Overton or whatever, and I was like, all right, bet. He he has the same profile that um, Turner had, so I took a risk on him. He ended up being a 77, uh, so he's going to be a key portion because our defensive line has been our weakness. We've been taking linemen since um, season two started, and then um, I got – Gerald Mincy in the second and the third round. I mean, I just kind of took a risk on him too, and he ended up being a 77. So he's starting now. So, I mean, it's just really just kind of got to take risks. JT does a good thing where he'll like high guys in late rounds, or guys will be better than you think, and you just kind of got to find them. So just staying dedicated to your scout and identifying your team's needs and just putting yourself in a position to, hey, maybe later down the road, because, you know, everybody won't be able to see what the late guys have because they might have not scouted that position so yeah if if you see a guy there taking taking a risk on him, me and hype mike um made the trade he was still able to get his guy and it worked out for both of us yeah so uh you know i wanted to get a feel you've done a good job with the seattle seahawks and build them up um you know i think you've got uh, a good team to match up in division um you know you said we are pitcher. We're at uh, 87 overall now, 88 offense, 87 defense. And we started in the 70s, so that's cool for me because I think this is the first cycle I really bought in with consistently doing attribute requests and everything and just trying to team together. So it's it's kind of cool to just see that. And, yeah, and, you know, you're building CJ Stroud through the preseason and uh, stuff like that. Um... Yeah, man, because, I mean, like, my thing is like I, I like I like to see what my quarterback can do, and I know Mally was saying um, don't run cover two. I really wanted to see what kind of throws I could make with Stroud. He lost the he re regressed a little bit in the off season, which was random to me. But I wanted to see what I could what I was able to throw. How I'd be able to do it, and if I didn't have DK out there, who would be able to catch the ball? And I mean, I I toned it. I um I'm not playing him the entire game anymore. Um, I see why that could be an issue, but, um, yeah, I'm just, I, I just like to see what my quarterback can do and I don't like losing games. So I treat every rep as a serious rep. Cause I remember the last time that I didn't take a game serious was Madden 21. It was week 17. I played bacon. We were both playing backups and I lost the game. Still had the one seed, but I played CEO in round two, fresh off him blowing out whoever the Saints user was at the time. It wasn't a rod. 
and then he beat my ass in the divisional round. So after that, I was like, yeah, I'm not taking any any more games off. So I mean, I I take everything serious, and um, it just kind of culminated in me wanting to try to come back and beat Mali, even though it's a meaningless game. So yeah. So yeah, we just need your input on that. Um, you know, we talked to, to Hefe, uh, HD. Let's talk about uh, your season, um, the AFC West, and how do you feel about uh, what went down in the off season? Uh, Mahomes leaving, blah blah blah, all that good stuff, and what you've done in the draft to help that team, um, and what moves might be coming for the the Chargers that could potentially put you in a better spot to win the division. FHD is still there. HD, you there? Hey, I was. Damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. We're, we're coming from 10 I wanted to. So I kind of got some big contracts. I had big contracts. So that's kind of where uh, I wanted I wanted to move on from Eckler. Um, Derwin was a possibility, depending on what I could get. Um, Khalil Max out there and uh, JC Jackson. Um, it's really just a fill. <clears throat> not really that I want to get rid of them, but um, trying to fill other holes. And you know, obviously, the most popular trade is everyone hating on the Derwin trade, uh, where I was able to get a guy to add to my top and then um, a starting left tackle. Plus two draft picks. I got a first and second round pick that I didn't have before. Um, well, I had a first, but I traded it for Winfield with the Giants trade in mind. So I was working with Kieran and Cook at the same time. And um, originally, actually, Derwin wasn't even supposed to go to the Giants. He was actually going to go to the Eagles. Um, that's why the Winfield trade happened, or at least started. And then... Um, so I traded for Winfield because I knew Derwin was leaving. Just it was to who? Um, the Eagles wanted a first round pick and Derwin and Damian Harris for Derrick Henry. And I was all for it, but I needed to replace Derwin. So I was like, you can either get a first round pick or you could get Derwin James, but I'm not going to have both. And so, you know, he kind of he kind of backed off slightly and he's like, oh, you know, I want to wait till the draft. I'm like, OK, whatever. Cool. And no, then you um, go ahead. I'll say it after. No, go ahead. I could have what? Uh, I was just gonna say, um, he has like some backup safeties that probably would have slid in nice, but I, I get why you angle for well, Winfield. Also, him trying to who knows what the committee would have said if he's like, Oh, Derrick Henry and a safety. So because Derrick Henry's still I, I think he's still a top three running back in the league, so like attribute wise. And- Yeah, yeah. I so, um, you know, I just I wanted to make sure, and I told him straight up, I was like, I want to replace Derwin if I'm gonna move him, and so you know that didn't work out, and then um, so you know I was talking, you know, me and Cook, we were all in a voice chat, and Cook said, hey, you know, I might have some stuff. I'm like, okay, whatever, I'll take a look, and he, you know, he's like, I'll give you two first, this, this, and this, and I'm like, "Uh, uh," I don't even think that's gonna happen, so. But the, the original trade, because I didn't want the second-round pick, uh, they kind of forced us to take it. I wanted I wanted Evans and Holmes, and I wanted Bobby Wagner to come play a 4-3 outside linebacker. And um, so it was those three and a first-round pick, and they said that we're trying to nickel and dime the system. 
Bobby Wagner was negative 45 value. So I don't know what I was nickel and diamond with that, but we took, so they declined that after 20 hours and we threw in a second round pick instead. And they're like, yeah, that's, that's okay. I'm like, well, that, well, how's that? I don't know how that makes sense. You added something for more value, whatever, you know, it is what it is. So um, that's kind of how the Derwin trade happened. Kieran, me and Kieran talked about Winfield for a while. Um, and then we just actually made it happen. He actually wanted to, um, I was going to send a, a pick 18 and he was going to, do Winfield and a third, and I'm like, just keep the pick. I don't, I don't care about the third. You know, whatever. I don't know. That guy's probably not going to be nothing right now. So, um, that's how that happened. And then um, we went out. We signed Brandon Cooks, Brandon Ayuk, um, signed some other, you know, fill-in linebackers. I guess um, draft went pretty okay. We, we got a decent backup quarterback, Cooper to Jeans, my guy. Um, He's had a great preseason. Um, gonna find a way to get him in, whether it's treating someone or just someone not playing, whatever. Um, I've got, I've had JC Jackson and Asante Samuel both on the block, both pulling an interest. The thing is, I gotta find a, a deal that's that makes Asante Samuel worth it because I gotta I gotta take him off the no trade list. So, um, but other than that, I mean, I got a deal waiting for the rant with the Rams. Just wait for that to get approved, and hopefully that makes us a little better. But um, there's been questions about people wanting Khalil Mack and Austin Eckler, but nobody, nobody's really given anything worth my time. Like, yeah, here, you know, I'll, I'll do that. So they're they're kind of just chilling for now. I feel like there's no. Uh, I, I feel like the market value for running backs, you know, I'm speaking on it, but I feel like the market value for running backs isn't really there in PML because. I think Madden hasn't done a good job with the regression. Um, and I, so I was actually – I was clicking through teams and, like, offering Eckler. The only team that doesn't have, like, two running backs is, like, the Titans, but their quarter – but their running back suspended, and so he's a punter. So he really does have two. But, you know, if he yeah. needs someone to fill in until he comes back, like, no or, – or the Bears. Like, no, everybody has two running backs, and I feel like – I think that was an issue that we had last year with the whole regression thing. But running backs um, weren't regressing enough or something like that. And, you know, they said they fixed it, and here we are, and everybody's got amazing running backs going into season four. Matt Madden did a horrible job with running back regression. Horrible. Horrible. There's no way Zeke could still be a 90 overall at running back. Aaron Jones is like 31, and he's an 89. It's like, yeah. Oh, and you know what? You know, there, there were two don't really teams. Make sense anyways, bro. Like, the a- regression A-Rod doesn't have one either. A-Rod doesn't have He's got David Montgomery, but I don't even think he could afford another running back. He's no, negative. We just, come through. we just had a trade come through. J.C. Jackson and Damian Harris goes to the Rams for Cam Akers. So, L.A. adds J.C. Jackson and Damian Harris, um, and the Chargers get Cam Akers. I'm good to know um, my trade went through. So how do you feel, uh, HC, talk about this trade, and then we're going to get Z's input on this real quick live. Anywho, um, speaking of running backs, um, I think – me and you talked about this yesterday enough. You know, you, you were like – you know, I told you about who I was getting. I didn't really tell you the trade, but you're like, you know, Cam Akers is kind of Austin Eckler, and I'm, I think he's a little more beefed up than Austin Eckler, and he's, he's, he's faster as well. Um, and I even told you, you know, I just, I want to just, uh, I'm moving Eckler. It's just, 
I don't want nothing crazy. I've asked people for fucking middle, you know, mid round picks or or just a serviceable player. And um, the only person that's actually kind of been serious is Drama, but he wants to add some like seventy overall linebacker. So I'm like, I'm I'll just hang on to him. Right at that point, I'll just release him. But um, yeah. So so moving Jason Jackson makes room for. Uh, Cooper to Cooper to play and Barnes and Holmes and um, Asante and JC just had a fat contract and he he don't he doesn't stand out to me personally he hasn't been my best cornerback all cycle it's it's either been Asante Samuel or Kalon Barnes so so the one the one question I have uh, you know about that whole thing why didn't you go get a running back um, it feels like Quay um, what is that what's the what's the new Quentin whatever his name is the new power back stuff. Feels like he is going to be the answer for a starting back. And well, you are Austin Eckler. You need two running backs. Damon Harris is just sitting there. So I'm like, if I could just move a guy that's collecting dust, cool. Um, just as a throw-in piece to get another, you know, better running back. And I had a discussion with Z. I don't think Austin Eckler is getting it really done. I don't because personally, I like to think I can run the ball decently, but I feel like Eckler's not getting where I need to go. Um, and yeah. I don't know if that's because he's 90 speed or it's just he, he physically can't run between the tackles. It's, um, it's weird, bro. Like, last year he was straight for me. But, like, this, this like, in real life, and I just feel like just in general, like, he's not a in-between-the-tackles kind of back. And I feel like that's what hurts the Chargers, too, because they need somebody that can run in-between-the-tackles. Bro, maybe averages. I, I watched the Jaguars game. It was maybe two yards a carry. And so, it's, you know, it's just like he, he's just not that guy. Yeah, so that was kind of just my – I feel like Cam Akers is a beefed-up Eckler, um, a better Eckler, same style back. Um, Jones is going to get his carries, and obviously um, I'm actually really enjoying using him. Um, you know, we'll see if we move around the offense or anything to get them both touches. But you need two running backs to get, you know, the 80-20 anyway. So um, we'll go with that, but – other than that, I mean, I just want to beef up the the running back room and and get rid of a corner. So, and he wanted JC while everybody else wanted Asante. I didn't have to take JC Jackson off the the no trailer, so that was that kind of made it easy for me. So, um, you know, he he got JC and stuff like that. Uh, how do you feel about it, Z? You got two uh two quality eh, one quality player and an end player coming into division. Uh, now he doesn't have. Cam Akers, uh, I feel like he feel. Uh, I personally feel like he feels like he can get it done with whoever at running back. I don't I mean, think he. I'm, I'm. I don't know if he has anything else planned or whatever. But right now, it would be Kenyon Drake, Ramondre Stevenson, and Ty Johnson. I know Ty Johnson was getting busy a little bit last year, but I mean, pretty much he got three ninety overall corners. So you know, the coverage is definitely going to be there. Um, and he he can kind of get as versatile as he wants to. In a sense, it's one up in what I have, like times ten. So, I mean, it is what it is, bro. Um, but the I guess the only thing positive thing, if he got three corners on the field, he can't run the four three six one. So, you know, it's kind of give and take there. But it is what it is, bro. We just gotta. If people seems are gonna get better, and if you're not trying to improve your team, you're not trying to win. Um. So I, I, I mean, we just gotta line up and play football. So, uh, you know, a big trade there, uh, and then we also had a heartwarming trade. Uh, Deloitte and the Cardinals get his boy Will Levis. 
uh, adds him to the QB room. Um, it's just a heartwarming. Now moment. he's really about to have some fun. <laughs> now he's really about to have some fun. Um, I just want to get the panels, uh, you know, on these two new trades. Devo, how do you feel about it? You know, you JC Jackson and Dayton Harris are now out of division, uh, but he brings in Cam Akers. Uh, does that make you shake in your boots? What's going on over uh, going on in your head right now uh, as a defend, uh, as a Denver Broncos user? Like I said, he get he gets what he needs, but uh, I, I'm not planning on throwing the ball too much this season. So he should have beefed up that linebacker. I mean, I saw he did beef up that linebacker core a little bit. But he probably gonna need some more linebackers. The way I'm running it. All right. Uh, how do you feel about it, Mike? You know, seeing these two trades um, go down. Um. Yeah, the Rams. You know, obviously getting much better. Um. And the Cardinals getting a quarterback after they traded uh Murray. So, uh, looks like you know we got two guys. You know, like like you said, guys trying to get their teams better, trying to compete, and uh. That's basically what's going on. But 390 overall corners, yeah, that, that's, that's that's tough, though. Right, real tough. They all got – it's like they all got 92-plus man in their zones up there, too. So, it's, I mean, if they was the number three pass defense last year, it's probably going to be unanimously number one. Yeah, and they had all game and let Donald wreck shop. How do you – how do you feel? Happy guy. How do you feel about it? Right, he's going to do just what I said. I mean, listen. You know, it's a great trade for the for the Rams. Um, he's going to man up all game and let Donald wreck shop. I mean, you know, what what else would you do for that? You can blitz, you can blitz more now. You can take more chances. Uh, you know, he can he can send more pressure. You know, you double team Donald and you and he ends up sending the blitz and has those three corners to hold up those routes for a little bit longer. I mean, he's going to do some yeah. great things for that. Uh, A-Rod, you with us? You want to uh, put say something real quick, and then we'll hop off. Uh, I don't think he's with us anymore. Um, anything else you guys want to add? You know, we had the moves. We talked about the number one for number four. Uh, well, the number four, number one fiasco between A-Rod and Coach. Uh, anything else you guys want to add before we have pop out? I assume no. No. Is Will Le- is Will Levitt starting quarterback week one for probably? Arizona? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's either Zach Wilson, but he paid Zach Wilson. You know how Sim, uh, what's his face likes to be. So if he paid Zach Wilson, he might say, "Hey, I'm paying all this guy this money. Well, I gotta." I well, gotta here's the thing: stuff. he he paid for Zach Wilson because. JC had already turned him down for Levis because he wanted some like second or third round pick, so he went his own way, and now he traded Murray, so he he just made sure he got a quarterback. But I think now he's got yeah. Will Levis. He's gonna play yeah, with Levis. I will be honest. That Cardinals QB room might be the worst quarterback room in the league. <laughs> 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 but hey, he's gonna have his fun. Detroit yeah. quarterback. This he is gonna have his fun. He is absolutely going to have fun, just like everybody else in here. Like, Hype Mike, he's going to have his fun. Um, Everybody in PML, have a great day, and we'll see you next time.